Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It's brand new, season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Episode 370, the first annual Dinner Awards, Best Dinner Recipes to Meal Plan. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast First Annual Dinner Awards, where we will be sharing feedback from our listeners, from our friend letter subscribers, and our own personal preferences to help you create essentially a two-week meal plan of things you're actually going to want to eat, ingredients you have on hand that you can actually afford and use in its entirety. Mm. And we are we are stoked about it. Jill, Jill, how are you feeling today? Oh, I'm jazzed about this, Jen. I am in my most formal of formal wear. We just, mm-hmm. we love to get out. We love to get dressed up and couldn't be more excited to bring to our listeners what they voted for, what we believe to be the top rated, easiest, yummiest recipes. This is going to be a night to remember. Uh, but first, Jen... I've got, I do have a question for all of our listeners. You know, I've got the mic over here. I'm interviewing mm. different people and and I want to know who are you wearing? Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you. Um I'm wearing uh Old Navy circa 2012. I am I think this is Target uh circa 2015. Mm, and, beautiful. and oh, and then this the the piece de resistance uh a sweater uh is Amazon uh, circa 2023, actually. Beautiful, uh, beautiful. Yes, you look lovely. You. you look elegant tonight to our listeners as well. Is it Massimo? You wearing Fruit of the Loom? You got some no oh, boundaries good. on? Kirkland? <laughs> Whoever it is, you look great. <laughs> Kirkland. Uh, it is that, yeah, it is Kirkland chic. Uh, I have, I do not actually make enough to afford the Kirkland line, but uh, one day I'm hoping. <laughs> We, we all look ready. <laughs> we all look ready for tonight's uh, award show. And hey, while I've got you here, listeners, I've got another question for you. What's for dinner? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to upset you. 
I know <laughs> you get that question a lot. If this is a real pain for you, try CookSmarts. They're a, they're a meal planning service that does the work for you of planning out your week, giving you a grocery list, ta- giving you just a stack of fantastic, easy recipes. So you can always have an answer to not just who are you wearing, but also what's for dinner, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash CS. We got yes. we love our sponsors. It's what makes these award shows possible. Yes. I I do uh, Jill forgot to ask what are you wearing? You are radiant. Oh, oh, thanks Jen. You know, people don't normally turn that question back on me as the interviewer, but I'm over here in a linen tee that I picked up at a local yard sale from an elderly woman. She was cleaning out her closet. She had impeccable taste. There's no label on it. It's just oh, it's that's it's circa the neighborhood. Fun. Brandless, brandless. <laughs> That's that is so 2024. I mean, <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, well, let's get to the real star of the show: meal planning. We love meal planning, and here's why: we love saving money on groceries. The big three expenses you're going to have every month: housing, transportation, and food. Food is a decision that you will make every day probably three or more times a day. And so if you can nail down food first, it's the lowest barrier to entry. If you can nail this down, then you can get so many other things right. You can free up your space to get so many other things wrong too. So meal planning is that first step to saving money on groceries. When you create a meal plan, then you can create a grocery list. You can then prep food to either reheat throughout the week or to make cooking easier throughout the week. And meal planning really is that first step. So we have a lot of episodes of meal planning. We've got uh, episode 354, meal planning for people who hate to cook. A lot of one pot, no cook uh, tips there. Episode 262, meal prep and freezer meal tips. We dive into our love for the freezer. Uh, and then episode 234, meal planning apps compared. We talk about Cook Smarts, but we also talk about a lot of the other meal planning apps uh, and meal kit services to see what's right for you, your dietary restrictions, uh, what season is going to be, what's right in what season. Because we love meal planning apps for a season. We don't think it's a long-term for most people, some most some people love meal planning apps and they'll use them long term, but we think they're usually a seasonal solution uh, to your meal planning problems. And they can also help you get acclimated and familiar with meal planning. So love those episodes to queue up after this one, but let's not waste any mm. more time We are going to go through this, and essentially, we are going to give you a blueprint for a two-week meal plan with some of your favorite types of dinners to meal plan. In the friend letter, we asked you, what are your favorite types of uh, meals to meal plan and recipes? And we got a lot of great ideas for you. So we are using those ideas that you already love or that some of you love, 161 of you responded. So 161 of you love these things. So we're hoping that the other, 
you know, 20,000 of you will also <laughs> find See if it's representative. Right, right. Uh, so, and then we are going to have the links to all of these recipes. Uh, this is essentially this meal plan tomorrow in the friend letter. So sign up today when this episode airs. Hopefully uh, you're listening to it on a release day episode 370 on January 9th. And tomorrow you'll get all of this in the friend letter. We may also post it on social media at a later date. So if you're listening to this at a later date, head to Frugal Friends Podcast on Instagram and see if you can find it there. Mm. I'm I'm so excited about this. This was my number one, especially, especially in my debt payoff journey of... Mm-hmm. What do I cook? How do I cook at home? Feeling like I'm in a rut. A lot of us will turn to Facebook and just ask our friends, what do you, what do you cook? What's your go-to meal? But here you go. Here's, here's some go-to meals. I hope that we can take the last two weeks of January of no spend January Mm -hmm. and maybe give you some ideas for the rest of the month. If the meal plan you've made maybe isn't working for you, or maybe you only meal uh, meal planned the first two weeks of the month. Here we go. We're starting it off strong with our award winners for Chili Monday. (laughs) Monday, it's chili. We're going to eat chili. Yes. In the friend letter, you guys said you love a chili in the crock pot. Actually, you love Instant Pot and crock pot meals the most to meal plan. And I do too. I love an Instant Pot meal. And one of those meals you love is chili. And we all have our favorite meat-based chili recipe, our ground beef or ground sausage chili recipe. So we're going to give you some alternatives to that that are less expensive. And my contribution to Chili Monday for week one is the butternut squash chipotle chili from Mm. Cookie and Kate. I When I didn't eat meat, this was my favorite, favorite chili because I love, I'm a Chipotle lover and just top this off with some tortillas, tortillas, uh, strips and avocado and mm, goodness. And it's vegetarian. So you're not spending the money on meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's a beautiful one. I love it when people can use ingredients in some new ways, introduce some different flavors. I think that's what helps us to maintain and have longevity in eating at home when we get to have new things, enjoy the food that we're eating at home. Mm-hmm. The other one, so this is going in a template, right? Every Monday now for the next two weeks can be a chili Monday. You can do the butternut squash chipotle chili on one Monday. And the next Monday, try this one, turkey chili. So one of the reasons we are picking a turkey chili is the cost of it. Usually turkey per pound is going to run you a bit less than beef per pound is currently as we're recording this comparison of about $3.96 versus $4.22 per pound. Not a drastic difference, but also for those who might be watching nutritional intake or just might prefer turkey, this is a great one. It comes from Ambitious Kitchen. And what we also love about chili, what you also love about chili is 
how little time it takes to make and you can set it and forget it. And then all of these ingredients combine to create such a lovely flavor. So you're only prepping, you're spending 10 minutes of hands-on time, total cook times 45 minutes. Of course, it can be longer to let all of those goody goodness juices and flavors meld together. What we also love about chili is that you can zhuzh it up however mm-hmm. you want. There's there's some hot takes out there, whether you can put chili over pasta, chili over rice. Some people say chili over nothing, just chili in a bowl. I'm team rice. I think chili makes sense over rice. Chili never made sense to me over pasta, but all my Chicago babes, don't come out at me. I, I'll try it. Just haven't ever I heard do of love it before. Ch- I do love a chili over pasta, but I am a chili purist and I am chili over nothing. Yeah. But also chili over nothing, but on top of chili, avocado, chips, cheese, sour cream, jalapenos. Whatever you have in the fridge that's just languishing there, it can probably go on top of chili. Almost anything. (laughs) And the thing I love about... So obviously, we're not doing chili Monday every Monday of our lives, right? But if you do it for two weeks, it's going to be hot July every Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. We'll have to do another (laughs) award show. (laughs) Yes, we will. Uh, So if you do it two weeks, if you do a two-week meal plan like this and you do Chili Monday two Mondays in a row, right? You're not thinking about it. And you can reuse a lot of the produce that you bought for Chili Monday week one. Use the rest of it for Chili Monday week two. You can prep everything that first week. Chop everything. Potatoes, carrots, onion, peppers. Chop it all and put it in your chili on the first Monday freeze the rest, and then it's already prepped and ready to go for Chili Monday week two. Oh, beautiful. love that. Wow. Okay, next up, we're moving right along to Tuesday. Tuesday Mm. comes after Monday every week. Every week. And Tuesday, when you get there, you're like, oh, Monday's over, thankfully. But oh my Lord, I have the rest of the week. It's not even halfway done. Thursday is pre-Friday. You Wednesday's hump day. Tuesday is not Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Mm. Convince me otherwise. I I won't. So what are we going to do on Tuesday? No cook Cook Tuesday. Tuesday. We're not going to (laughs) cook. No one's cooking. One One of the options that was not an option in the poll was no cook meals. And several of you in our feedback said no cook, no cook. That's my favorite cooking. And I am with you. Mm-hmm. I I see you. I'm here with you. Tuesday is no cook. We don't even have recipes mm-hmm. for this one, right? So my contribution to no cook Tuesday is the caprese chicken salad. I tried to find a recipe for this. I made it up and I'm sure I was like, surely somebody else is doing this. Uh, but no, they're not. So what I do is I always have shredded chicken meal prepped. So if you've seen, um, if you follow Modern Frugality or Frugal Friends podcast on Instagram, then you know uh, I have a reel where I walk you through how I meal prep my shredded chicken and I'll get five pounds of frozen chicken breast from Walmart, great value, shout out, and put that in the pressure cooker for, I think, 30 minutes, Uh, cook it all up. 
transfer that to the KitchenAid mixer with a just a, a handle attachment, just the regular one. And literally in 15 seconds, five pounds of chicken is shredded. No forks necessary. I hate fork shredding. And then I put that in five bags, freeze them, and I have shredded chicken cooked whenever I want. So I will take a bag of that out. I will get the small mozzarella balls, the tiny little ones. Oh, yes, they're so cute. Uh, but you could also use shredded mozzarella if you wanted. Uh, I'll use pesto, and that's my basil. And then I'll chop cherry tomatoes in half, mix that all up. That's it. Boom. And sometimes I will cook up some pasta if I need some carbs, like some extra carbs that day. So it's like a caprese chicken pasta salad. But that's it. There's no mayo, nothing else, maybe a little bit of uh, salt and pepper. I, I love, I love that. Mm, that sounds so good. You've talked about this before and I have yet mm-hmm. to try it, but I love it. I love what you're doing over there. Mine for No Cook Tuesday is charcuterie. Why not? It's basically mm. our adult Lunchables. It's basically clean out Girl the fridge dinner. day. It's whatever you got. You'd be amazed at how much food it looks like when you just pull some crackers out of your pantry, slice up an apple. Here's my trick. I slice my apples really thin. It seems luxurious that way. More surface area for whatever else you want to put on it. I don't know. It's fun. Slice them thin. Do something different. Nuts, olives, if you got any berries going on, bread, whatever leftover bread you got happening. And there you go. That's that's that is charcuterie. Slice up some cheese, roll up yeah. some lunch meat, or maybe elevated meat, whatever you've got, summer sausage. Cut that up. Yeah, we're not we're not talking go out and buy the packs of of salamis and pepperonis and like $20 worth of meat here. Mm-mm. Our charcuterie, frugal friend charcuterie is whatever you got on hand <laughs> and just girl dinner it. Uh-huh. We girl dinner in. Yep. You can plate it well. You can make it look cute. Yeah. But you've you've got stuff in your fridge and pantry and you can add vegetables to your charcuterie. But also, you can if you want. this is going to be bonus for you. If you've still got leftover chili, Alternative No Cook Tuesday could be some loaded nachos. Just spread out Mm. a bunch of tortilla chips, put that leftover chili on top of it, maybe sprinkle some cheese. If you feel like throwing it in the toaster oven, I mean, go for it. I'd recommend it. If you count that as cooking, then then don't. (laughs) Eat it cold. (laughs) There's no rules. (laughs) No rules. Just right. Oh, man. All right. That's okay. So if we give an honorable mention to No Cook Tuesday, I want to give an honorable mention to Chili Monday, which is white chicken chili with the green chilies that can mm. of uh you've got a can of green chilies that you don't know what to do with. Uh chicken white chicken chili. So okay. that's honorable mention. Maybe that's week three. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow, what comes after Tuesday? All right. After Tuesday comes Wednesday, and Wednesday is not much better. Can am I am I right? It's not. We lazy. It's hump day. It's it's not much better. Sometimes I'm more tired on Wednesday than Tuesday. We got no so, motivation. So Wednesday is one pot Wednesday. Woo. We're talking one dish, 
eat on your hands and just make one dish. <laughs> We're not dirtying dishes. We're hardly lifting nope. a finger. We're tired. Hardly. <laughs> we are tired. We are so tired. And so we are cooking everything in one pot. My contribution uh, to the Tealy Awards is buffalo chicken and rice from Jen Eats Good. Not me. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I have been following her on Instagram and she does, she is great. If you're looking to save money on groceries, Follow Jen Eats Good, but it's three O's in good. And we will have the actual link to the um, to the recipe on our site. But I've made this twice already. I'm a big buffalo chicken fan. And I always have actual like buffalo sauce on hand. And so this is literally cook the chicken in the pan. You do have to transfer it to your dinner plate while you, uh, you know, get the rice ready. But the rice goes in the same pot. Once that's all ready, you put the chicken back in and then it cooks and it is so good. Here's the secret though. Here And, and I didn't know this was ever going to be a secret. There is a can of coconut milk mm. in this buffalo mm. chicken and rice. Mm. Mm. I was going to leave it out. Honestly, I was going to leave it out because I was like, mm, I don't like want to taste coconut in this. But... It adds a creaminess that makes the dish. It just makes the rice. Oh, yeah. it just makes it. Oh, so yeah. one pot, buffalo chicken and rice. Mwah, chef's kiss. I, I love, love buffalo chicken. Mm, anything buffalo. It'll get me. <laughs> and you can honestly do this with any sauce that you have in the fridge. I think it would be just as good. Same exact recipe. Just sub the buffalo sauce for if you have like a, a Thai sauce or maybe even barbecue, anything. I, I think that it would work well. Don't quote me on it, but it's just if you're not a buffalo fan, I think it would be fine. Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. My pick here is creamy pesto chicken pasta. CPCP. <laughs> This one comes from Budget Bites, which I love this site. It gives you the cost breakdown too. for all of their ingredients and about how much it is per serving. It, it's just, a, it's a great site. They've got great recipes. For me, I don't use my Instapot or Crock-Pot very often. I'm scared. Here you go. I'm tired, but I'm also scared. So my one pots are generally going to be in like a saucepan or a stir fry pan on the stove, but it's still one pot. So if you're like me, here we go. Come along with some creamy pesto chicken pasta. What I like about this one is it's super comfort food to me. I am realizing as I go through recipes, I'm really drawn to the pastas. <laughs> They're great. So if, if you're also like me in that, then here you go. The creamy pasta, chicken, there are some veggies in here, but I mean, I'm not going nutrition. I'm going comfort primarily on this one. But I also like that it's not a ton of ingredients. Most of the ingredients you're going to have on hand. There's some pantry staples in here. And then you've got, yeah, maybe you're going to have to get some cream cheese and Parmesan, 
but chances are you've got everything else on hand, which is fun. So that's a good one. Again, all this is going to be linked in the friend letter. So stick with us. And if you do the uh, caprese chicken salad on week one, week two, you can use the rest of that pesto in this pasta. We didn't even plan that. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, after Wednesday. Moving on. Moving on. After Wednesday, we have our pre-Friday. We have Friday, Friday. It's Thirsty Thursday, mm. Soup Edition. Mm. We we heard time and time again, you love soups. You love to meal plan soups. You love to throw them in the crock pot, throw them in the instant pot. And there were actually two soups that we saw time and time again in your responses. And so those are the winners of our soup awards for this year's first annual dinner awards. Our first winner is tortellini soup Mm. and delicious Mm -hmm. love. You could actually make a big batch of tortellini and use half of that in that chicken caprese pasta or uh, salad, make it a pasta salad, and then the other half in this tortellini soup if you love pasta like we do. Uh, But I, I just found a recipe from Love and Lemons There are so many tortellini soups. I love this one because some of them will have a lot of ingredients. Some of them will also add sausage. I think that's just an extra expense that 
you don't really need. The tortellini really does provide a lot of structure mm-hmm. in this. Uh, but you can uh, you can use a cheese tortellini or you can use one with meat or you can add some shredded chicken that you already have meal prep. Just defrost it and throw it in to make uh, this a little higher protein. But I, I love this is also another way that you can use up that pro, uh, produce from Chili Monday. If you only want to use Chili Monday one week, you can use the other part of your produce on Thirsty Thursday Soup Edition. <laughs> I love a chonky soup. Getting some of that mm-hmm. tortellini in there. Here's the thing. I know that most people love soups. Oh, I've got so many unpopular opinions. Soup is not my favorite, but when I do have a soup, I want to chew it. That's the thing. I want to chew something. It's not like Jill in the morning. Jill in the morning likes a smoothie. I want to throw everything in to my Vitamix. Love my Vitamix. Blend it down and drink it. That's great. That's how I'm getting my nutrients in the morning. In the afternoon, evening, I want to chew something. I want to really feel like I'm getting... I'm getting my days and my money's worth out of my You don't have enough energy to chew in the morning, (laughs) but by the afternoon, your mouth needs to chew. I'm thirsty, but I'm also hungry, and I want to (laughs) drink and chew. So, so, these are some winners. You asked for you asked for for this category. (laughs) So my winner in this Thirsty Thursday Soup Edition is a tortilla soup. This one comes from Natasha's Kitchen. Others agree. There's 548 comments and reviews. It's a five star. It looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. What I also like about this is a lot of reusable ingredients. So I'm sure you're also catching on to that theme throughout this episode and our dinner awards show is... Whatever you might have left over from Chili Monday can probably get thrown into Thirsty Thursday. If you've done Jen's hack of shredding just a crap ton of chicken and you've got that in the freezer, in the fridge, that can get thrown into this. Again, you can throw all sorts of stuff on top of this just to get that chew on. It's not just about drinking. It's also about, yeah. Not gnawing, chomp, chomping, doing some of that, just getting a nice hearty meal. And also Mm -hmm. I love soups that you pair with other things. Like that's what also makes soup uh, approachable for me is throw some bread with it. Cornbread, Mm, biscuits, chips, Fritos, whatever kind of soup you can put things Mm -hmm. on the side with. Perfect. You know what we're adding to Chili Monday is those little jiffy boxes, the 69 cent box of corn mm-hmm, bread. Mm-hmm. We get in two of those. We put in some cheddar. We put in some uh, mm. diced jalapenos in. And we make in some jalapeno cheddar cornbread to Ooh. go with the our chili. Soup. Oh, man. And I'm with a big our tortilla. We're finishing off. Right. If there's any cornbread left, we're finishing it off with our soup. And soups are so easily frozen, right? So you can make it. If there's too much, then you can, If like oftentimes with soups, you've got enough for dinner, you've got enough for leftovers the next day, and you've got extra and you don't want it anymore. That extra can be frozen. And then you can throw a frozen mason jar of soup in your lunchbox, take it for lunch. It is 
probably defrosted by lunch. I don't know how late you're you're doing, but maybe defrost overnight, throw it in your lunchbox, and then it's fully thawed out by lunchtime. And it's, you know, and you've got a meal to go. I would not freeze the tortellini. Uh, if you're going to freeze a tortellini soup, I would freeze the everything and then uh, just make it later, make fresh tortellini. But the tortilla soup, that's perfect for freezing. Yeah. Oh, we finally made it. We made it to the end of the week, friends. We made it to Friday's Friday. We made it to, <laughs> to Friday. Freezer Friday. And you know what? If we were tired Wednesday, <laughs> then we're even it. more tired now. And you know what? This is a night that I might go out to eat, but not... Not on these two weeks. I don't mm-hmm. need to. Not in in no spend January. Mm-hmm. On Fridays, we're pulling from the freezer. It's freezer Friday. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and this is the stuff that you always have on hand in your freezer. You're looking in your freezer and you're like, how do I have so much stuff in my freezer? I rarely eat out of this. Not anymore because now on freezer Friday, you're only eating from the freezer. Mm-hmm. You're just pulling stuff and putting it in the oven. That's it. Anything that's from the freezer, you just get it on something, throw it in the oven and mm-hmm. eat it. Mm-hmm. What's that for you, Jen? For me, it's chicky nuggies and sweet potato <laughs> fries. It's the Costco Chick-fil-A imitation, not Costco, Sam's Club chicken nuggets in the red bag, three pounds at a time. Well, I'm not making three pounds at a time, but that's how <laughs> I mean, in teach the bag. their own. And and sweet potato fries. Okay, and here's my splurge. I there are not generic sweet potato fries at my Walmart, so I have to buy the name brand, and I'm okay with it because I just enjoy them so much more than regular potato fries. I love a regular potato fry. I am not above a regular potato fry, but I just love sweet potato fries. What's the name brand? Especially the waffle. I think it's like Alexa or something. I don't want to say that. That doesn't sound name brand. (laughs) It's the white bag with the sweet potatoes. (laughs) I think that's it. All right. I could check in my freezer right now. So mine, my winner, when I'm digging in my freezer, it's gonna be plantains and one of the following burrito. Enchilada, taquito, something. I've always got something. And you know, also from Walmart or Aldi, you can get those really inexpensively. One of those options, your your burritos, your taquitos. I really like the Goya plantains, but Maduro's is what the bag says on them. I've tried to make my own friends. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. What actually happened to me once when I tried to make my own plantains is they weren't quite ripe yet, but I'm like, well, here we are. We're going for it. This is what's on the meal plan was peeling them with my thumbnail and Uh thumb. And I got shoots of plantain because they not, they're not like bananas. They're not like banana peels. They've got these shards that went up and in between my thumbnail and like the flesh of my thumb. Yeah. For weeks I had plantain peels. I remember this season in Uh your life. And, and you know what? That's when I finally said enough, 
enough <laughs> work on the frozen. It's actually less expensive, less time consuming. They always taste good. They're not, oh no, they're actually not ripe yet. And I got splinters in my thumb. So I keep the Goya frozen Maduros on hand and some version of the other thing. And then when you're doing this and you've got that leftover sour cream from your chili Monday, you put that on top of it. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Or so good. if you don't uh, have any of this, my go-to, you know this, Jen, is I will make quesadillas. I keep my same. my Fiesta blend cheese in the freezer. Cheese keeps great in the freezer, especially mm-hmm. the shredded kind. Maybe you got to pound the bag a little bit, get your aggression out to break up that cheese and make a you quesadilla. It. Friday. Yeah. And, and yes, put it with some I love plantains. It. I put some jalapenos in there, left over from those uh, jalapeno cornbread on Monday. I love a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexia is the brand of sweet potato fry. I was very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, so I, I'm actually not one to keep like burritos or taquitos or anything in the, in the freezer, but I actually love tamales and mm, I will yeah. keep tamales in the freezer. and. Yeah. And I will sometimes, I honestly, I could eat tamales just like by themselves, just like I'm gnawing on them, but the rest of my family requires sides. So I think last time I made them, I, I cooked some chicken on the side of the chicken tamale. (laughs) (laughs) I just love tamales. I love them. I don't know why. Amazing. They're so good. Well, friends, we got through Friday night and now it's Saturday. We're digging deep into the weekend. And you know what? We might have been able to sleep in, most likely not, but still no energy or motivation to Mm -hmm. cook. We might have energy for other things. We're going out or we're staying home. We're doing things on our task list or we're getting together with friends, whatever it is. We still don't want to cook. So it's sheep on Saturday. It's We're gonna sheet make it easy. Pan Saturday. Mm, mm, Get mm, a mm. piece of sheet pan for mm-hmm. dinner. All right. Just because it's sheet pan Saturday doesn't mean it has to be lame pan mm. Saturday. You can make really good sheet pan meals. And this p- uh, sheet pan pizza from Budget Bites is an example. So yes, we love Budget Bites. We did way back in the day, episode 79, our favorite frugal recipe blogs. It was another award show like this. (laughs) Budget Bites was on there. That was like 2019. They're still one of our favorite food blogs. And I love this sheet pan pizza. So I will never make my own pizza dough again. Um, It just takes too much time. And same with pie crust. I will, the frozen pie crust is so good. Come at me, bakers, but I'll never make a pie crust again. Like I'll make a pie, but not a crust. And the same goes with pizza. And you can put like literally throw this thing down, uh, sauce, cheese, whatever toppings you have left over in your fridge from the week. Mm-hmm. This is what Saturday is all about is using up the stuff from the week. And we're just throwing things on it. This one in the picture, jalapenos on it. Jalapenos and pepperonis. Oh, right? 
There Oof. you go. You already had pep. You already had jalapenos. Cool. You, you know? had pepperoni from charcuterie this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is customizable. Kids can get involved. It's on a sheet pan. It is not as hard as you think if you are just buying some pre-made dough. Honestly, you don't even need to, to buy pre-made dough. Saturday, if you're not doing anything, there's the recipe for the crust is on here. It just uh, requires a little bit of instant yeast. So do it. Try okay. it out once. Try yep. it out once. Wow. I'm feeling so motivated and inspired. Mine is sheet pan chicken fajitas. Can you notice a theme for me? I really love those Mexican style dishes. And you know what? It helps when you're cooking in one style of food, then you've got a lot of reusable ingredients throughout the week. Sometimes I will kind of make my meal plan based on themes and that will help to make sure that you're using up these different ingredients, even if they're a little bit more specialty. So this one, the, the, we will get the link. It's not entirely work. Oh, are you fixing the you, link? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm fixing the link. Yeah. So, but essentially this is your, it's your chicken, onions, peppers, and your spices over top of it, all on one pan, straight into the oven. And then when it comes out of the oven, you're throwing that on a tortilla with your sour cream and with whatever other toppings you want, your cheese, your sliced raw jalapenos, if you still have any left. And one of the things that I love to do with this, because this is a regular for me, when I make the spices, all, I'm adding all of the different spices together for that fajita seasoning. I'll make extra batches of it and put it into one of my glass containers in my kitchen that I can use in the future. So that's one of the most time consuming pieces. I think for me is blending all of these different spices. It's an eighth of that and a quarter teaspoon of this and a half teaspoon of that. But if you can batch it, then that makes doing these fajitas or yeah, anything else that kind of calls for this type of seasoning in the future, you've already got it prepped. That makes it so, so fast. Mm -hmm. We didn't plan this, but one of the ingredients for the sheet pan fajitas is baby bell peppers. And those are actually my favorite, favorite topping for pizza. And so I will bake them while the oven's actually like heating up. And so they're a little bit sauteed because I like I like my peppers and onions very cooked. I don't like them raw at all. But if you switch these around and you cook all of your peppers during fajita time, and then save the other uh, peppers for next week's sheet pan pizza. Just throw them in the freezer. 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 Uh, and and you're good to go. Mm. It's repurposing. All right. Well, we've had a really great week and we're coming to the end. It's still the weekend, well, but now we're, week, right? now we're prepping for the next week. So we're tired. It's, it's, we're fully we're aware tired. that Monday's coming. <laughs> We got those Sunday scaries, y'all. And we are meal planning for our next two weeks, right? Yeah. And so I'm not picking groceries up till like Sunday afternoon, Monday morning. So Sunday is pantry Sunday. And you know what's the great thing? You can switch sheet pan Saturday and pantry Sunday if you do your grocery shopping like earlier in Sunday. Ooh. And you can Ooh. just 
do your pantry on Saturday and your sheet pan on Sunday. Mm. It's it's versatile. This it's is a versatile award ceremony. We're flexible. Yeah. But for us, it's pantry Sunday. We're using pantry staples. We're using what we got. Mm. We're not planning for Sunday. We are planning not to plan mm. on Sunday, right? We're letting Sunday come at us. And, <laughs> and, we and are, then we'll figure it out. We're letting Sunday tell us what to eat, right? <laughs> and we're planning to eat from the pantry. So for <laughs> it my... It might be cereal. That's fine. It might be cereal. It might be cereal, right? It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my contribution, what I always go to when I'm using just pantry staples uh, is Spanish rice and beans. Or uh, so Spanish rice and beans uses like uh, like the pinto beans. Sometimes I'll use black beans, but... I or not pinto beans. I'm sorry, kidney beans. I'm so sorry. Mm. Uh, so I love a beans and rice. It is my son's favorite, favorite dinner. And it's so easy. So we've got all of these like canned goods, right? So we've got uh, vegetable or chicken broth, which I use a concentrate that I keep in the fridge. We've got our canned kidney beans, our canned fire roasted tomatoes, our white rice that's always there, a bunch of different spices. So these are all things that I have on hand. Uh, sliced green olives. I will get the sliced green olives that have the jalapeno inside. You don't have to. There, I think you're noticing a theme with me. Uh, but I I love... A good. I also love a good jambalaya, but that's not a pantry meal. Uh, so, beans and rice. Mm. Mine. <laughs> you all know this. If you have, if you've been a member in our membership, if you've gotten the friend letter, if you've really just interacted with me at all, you know, fried rice. It's my go-to. I'm gonna make some fried rice. Rice is a pantry staple for me, but also. <laughs> If you too, like me, will put chili over top of rice, you've already got some made. You don't even have to dig in your pantry. Mm. You just dig into your fridge, pull out that leftover rice. And then what you're also going to do is pull out some of that frozen veggie mix that you've got in a bag because you're smart and you know that frozen veggies are just as nutritious as fresh veggies and they're already chopped and prepped for you. And they're one of the least expensive things you can buy from the grocery store. So just always have a bag of frozen veggie mix. And that's all you really need is rice, frozen veggies. You can use this recipe as a guide. It comes from Gimme Some Oven. It's my favorite frozen or fried rice recipe, but I don't use obviously the fresh veggies. I just, when it says, here's the veggies you use, I just pull out my bag of frozen veggies and I'm like, here's the veggies I'm using. Yeah. That's almost with any recipe for me. Yeah. Pretty much you need soy sauce and garlic to add to it. For me, those are some pantry staples. If you have leftover chicken, you can add that into this. You don't need to. An egg calls for an egg, egg or two for some protein. Oh, this is such a good one. Mm, This one freezes too. I know people say don't freeze rice. I do it. I freeze it. I freeze everything. I have rice in my freezer right now. Like It's rice from the store. So the store freezes it. Mm -hmm. Why can't can't we? Mm -hmm. Right? 
Oh, thank you so much for attending the first annual dinner awards from the Frugal Friends podcast. We hope that you will honor our honorees by making them. Yes. And you can make them by getting the friend letter, frugalfriendspodcast.com. Sign up for that newsletter. You're going to get all of these recipes to your email. And then you can respond to that email and tell us what's your favorite? What do you want to see on the next dinner award show? Because Mm -hmm. this is, it's the first one we've done, but it's going to be annual. We love dressing up. We love putting on our Kirkland and talking about food. Sweatpants and hoodies and, and like our Kirkland streetwear and coming out here and meal planning. Our yard sale clothing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know what else we love? We love coming out here and dressing up for not just every year, but every day, Ooh. honestly. Ooh. It's the, the Bill of the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jill. My name is Kelly and my Bill of the Week is my dad, Bill. He is the definition of frugal. He taught me everything that I literally know to this day. I grew up on a farm. We grew our own food. We raised our own meat. Uh, He was very adamant about shutting off the lights and reusing everything. And he is uh, the frugal bill that I would like to dedicate this week to. I've been trying to get him to call in, but he won't. So I am calling in for him. So here's to my dad, Bill, the frugal friend and father of the week. He's our mascot, Kelly. Tell him he's our mascot. (laughs) If he won't call in, hopefully he'll at least listen to us honoring Kelly's dad named Bill. You're an industrious one. You raised a good one also. I love all of those different skills and the frugality that leads to life. Look at you. Mm. Wow. Yes. Way to go, Kelly. Way to go, Bill. Uh, Good stuff all around. We love a person named Bill, and we always say, if your name is Bill, it doesn't even matter what you're doing, how you found yourself here. Just call in. But man, is this is this a sweet, sweet, glorious surprise that this Bill, this person named Bill, is just a frugal gem. You didn't have to be. You chose to be. You cultivated a mindset and a lifestyle that is stewarding your resources well, and we couldn't be more ecstatic. Thanks, Kelly, for sharing about your dad. If you all listening have a a dad named Bill, a son named Bill, brother, uncle, what other kinds of relationships are there? Husband named Bill. <laughs> Let us know if about them. If, if, you, if you can't poke and prod them into calling us, that's fine. You can call on their behalf and just talk about them. We can talk about them behind their back. And that's mm-hmm. what we love to do here. Or if you've paid off Bill, whatever, whatever else. 
It's Bill. Girlfriendspodcast.com slash Bill. We are ready for whatever you have for us. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time for All right, so what's a dish you've been meaning to try making but haven't yet? And I I couldn't come up with one for this one mm. because I you're tired. I just I'm tired. I'm tired. And I I'm, I make a lot of different things and I make them pretty quickly, right? Like I'll see something and it immediately goes on my meal plan. I'll make it the next week. So like I, there, I don't know. I, here's something I, I'm not really meaning to try. I would love to do this one day, but I'm never going to do it at home. I'd like to make fresh pasta. Ooh. I, I would love to, to, Go somewhere that has the tools to do that because I'm not going to buy the stuff to do it. I'm not going to buy cheap stuff because it's just harder to do. Uh, I want to make fresh pasta with quality stuff, uh, tools and ingredients and learn from somebody who makes fresh pasta often. So I would like that experience. That's a beautiful goal and dream. Yeah, thank you. Wow. We used to make, you're reminding me, my grandmother is Polish and we make pierogies uh, at least once a year. 
and with leftover, it's basically the Polish style of raviolis. I mean, every culture kind of has their version of this, where it's a version of a homemade pasta then that you fill with something else, usually cheese. And with the leftover dough, we would make pasta, but never with tools. We just roll it out, slice it, boil it. And that's fun too. I could do that with you, but that's not, that's not quality tools. That's just me with a rolling pin and a knife. Yeah. I know it's possible for me to do it without tools, mm-hmm. but if I'm going to make, like, if it's between like that and just, I have like six pounds of dried spaghetti in my uh, pantry. I want to, if I'm not going to do it right, I don't want to do it at all. Okay. Okay. Heard. Mine is, since I'm in my sourdough era, everyone. You are. I'm three and a half (laughs) years late to this trend, but I'm here. Okay. I do everything a little bit late. I got my smartphone seven years after after what would have made sense. Uh, I still don't understand Instagram, so maybe... And three and a half years later, I'm doing sourdough. But I only have made bread because you know me. I just love bread. And so if I've got an opportunity to interact with my sourdough, it's going to be bread always. And I don't really want to experiment yet because I'm loving the beautiful warm loaves that I'm making. However, eventually, I do want to try making sourdough pretzels. I think you can do that with your discard. Boy, am I going to get a lot of emails about that. Not not angry emails, just I know the sourdough community is strong. I mean, feel free to email <laughs> me about sourdough, like whatever you have to say. Yeah, sure. if you have a good sourdough pretzel recipe, send it to jill at yes. googlefriendspodcast.com. Ooh, yeah, that'd be so kind. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. I do want to make sourdough bread with you. That is something I do want to do with you. I don't want my own sourdough starter. I know you're giving it out. I don't want it. I would like to make bread with you. I won't do that to you. All right, let's do that this week. I'll Thank do a you. starter. I'll, I'll save I don't need my another starter. thing to care for. I'm, I'm maxed. I'm tired. <laughs> We're tired. Jill, yes. I'm tired. If you're tired too, I hope that you got a lot of enjoyment and use out of this two-week meal plan. Again, all links are going to be in the friend letter tomorrow, and uh, we will eventually get it up on our uh, Instagram page too. Uh, So thank you so much for listening. We love, love, love reading your kind reviews, and we especially love this one from a friend of Jill. I'm going to let her read it. Yay! Chelsea Sourman. You are a gem and a beautiful (laughs) goddess. She gives two thumbs up, (laughs) says, great podcast. I love the humor and realness of Jen and Jill as they share tips that are actually useful and easy to start implementing. Thanks, J&J, for changing the world one wallet at a time. May we all spend less and vacation more. Cheers, Chelsea. I did not goad her or force her Mm -hmm. into leaving this review, nor did I steal her phone and write this review. I know that sounds sarcastic like I did. I I did not. She did this of her own volition. (laughs) And I'm so thrilled to be reading it now. Thanks, Chelsea. Yes. Thank you, Chelsea. Uh, We love it when our friends leave reviews. And you're all our friends if you're listening to this. So please, if you enjoyed the show, take a minute to leave a rating and review. If you liked this episode specifically, 
say it so that potential new listeners know which episodes are the best to queue up for them. Mm. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jill, I just have to laugh. I've been thinking about this. I I wasn't going to say it, but I was like, if I'm still thinking about it, it's Tuesday. This happened Saturday. If I'm still thinking about it, we're going to talk about it in the after show. So um, thank you so much for inviting us to the boat parade on Saturday. It was, uh, it would have been so fun to go with you. Um. Next time, maybe if you think about it a little earlier <laughs> than, 15, than 15 minutes before it starts. I would have, I mean, we would not have been able to go because we were removing wallpaper. I understand this. But at, I got your text at 540. I, I, I looked down and, and she's like, hey, we're going to the boat parade downtown. Downtown. Gulfport. Uh, granted, Gulfport. Granted, Gulfport's downtown is much quieter, but still. Uh, and she's like, it starts at six. And then I look at the time and it is 545. <laughs> and I have two children. I have two children. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I mean, I'm so down to do things last minute because I appreciate being invited anywhere. I'll drop anything for anyone as long as I have at least an hour's notice. Preferably yeah. two to three. <clears throat> I was wondering if you were so, going to give me a hard time you. about that. Now, to be fair, I'm pretty sure I did text at 540. I think it was 20 minutes notice. Uh-oh. You can go back and fact check me, can't you? I can. I have the receipts, Jill. Okay. Pull I up the receipts. receipts. Now, here's uh, the thing. I fly by oh, the Oh, it is 540. Woo! I guess I didn't get it. I guess I didn't get it on my watch till Until, like 5.45. Okay. It's delayed. I fly by the seat of my pants. I probably didn't I know, know an hour beforehand if I was going to be going to the boat parade or not. I didn't think you did. And in my head, I was like, she just decided. I mean, in my head, I was like, this gem of a human just decided she's going to the Gulfport boat parade just like a few minutes ago. And she's like, Jen's in Gulfport. I'll invite her. And I'm like, that's a gem. That's you being a gem. And I'm like, it me though, with two kids. Yeah. Uh, no, th- so. it's totally fair. But I felt like better late than never. Because if you are yes. just kind of like wrapping up, sitting around and mm-hmm. you can throw your kids in the car or, or like walk there. I don't know. I forget how far you are from from I will not walk. I have an eight-month-old and a four-year-old. Who goes We're in the stroller? Walking. They make mm-hmm. strollers for that, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I yeah, also, right. you are the gem of knowing all of the free things that are happening in the community. So I was also like, surely she knows that this is happening this weekend. She's removing wallpaper. She might not want to be tempted again with this, but you know what? Maybe she needs a break and I'm just going to let her know that I'm going to be there. I love that. And if she wants to join. I'm happier that you let me know versus not. Um, We actually went to the St. Pete Beach boat parade uh, the week before. Oh, nice. So we did get a boat parade in. Yeah, you got to do a boat parade if you live yeah, you on the do. coast. Like 
you got to do at least one holiday boat parade. And I think Gulf Ports was probably better. I think it was really fun and so low key. I will say you would have been fine to have taken an hour because by the time the boats actually came up to the water side where we were, it it wasn't until about seven o'clock. Okay. Yeah. The St. Pete Beach one started right at, uh, I think it was six, six 30 and it lasted for 15 minutes. It was not great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no one anyway, cares about these covered. details. Nobody. Yeah. I'm. Right, yeah. You're just like a fly on the wall in our conversation. But I was covered in wallpaper adhesive at that time. So. Uh, yes. Was, you know. Uh, Next but year. Uh, before and after pictures to come to social media eventually. Yes. And, yes. Uh, we've been talking about our renovations for for all of the time that we've been doing renovations, which is mm-hmm. about three and a half years. And we're finally going to be ready to give you some before and afters. Yes, we can't wait for that. Which so Chelsea Sourman loves. Speaking of my friend who left us a review, please also leave us a review. If you're like Chelsea Sourman, you like before and afters, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. See ya. Okay, bye. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.